Thanks for tuning in to Seven Figure Fitness Business. I am pumped for this topic we've got today. We're going to do a two-part series, and this is going to be a series about how to create your own Fit Pro mentorship scam, <laughs> which what we actually mean by this is we've done more than 10 Fit Pro mentor programs ourselves, and we have a lot of things about this industry that we detest. And so what we're going to do is we're going to break down over the next two episodes, including this one, the major two gripes that we have about this industry and why it's letting so many people down. So the first conversation that we're going to have today is effectively what we see as a complete negligence on the part of mentorship programs to deliver high-level, genuine support. So I wanted to throw it out to you guys. You know, what's been your experience with this, G, in terms of um, the mentor programs that we've done? Well, I think that the biggest thing is that there's just generally a lack of support. I think that everyone comes in to get results. And what we, you know, what's presented in a course is, you know, effectively a piece of paper without that, without that support. You know, being told, okay, do A, B, C, D, but when a problem arises, to not actually have a solution to that problem. Yeah. Iggy, I mean, you've done a lot of mentor programs as well, man. So, like, I'm really interested for you to lay it down. What's up? Yeah, for me, the support, it's not even like there's there's a lack of support. And then it goes even deeper than that, where it's like the support that you do get is completely and utterly useless. Right. Whereas like, even if you do get support, you're getting support from somebody who has absolutely no idea what they're doing uh, and are not even equipped to, to help you with this, with the issues that you're going through. All right. So for me, I have like my main gripe about it is not only is there a lack of support, but when you finally jump through the hoops to finally get support, <laughs> the information that you get is completely useless and inapplicable to your business. So it creates this kind of like double whammy where you're trying to do your best to go through the content and then you you're, you you hit a wall and you're trying to get help and you have to jump through these hoops to get the help that you want to get. And when you do have questions, you're redirected to the course that you just watched. And then when you get somebody to help you, it's the same generic kind of response over and over and over again, right? Those are like my main gripes with a lot of these, a lot of the programs that I've been through myself is just the fact that the support is not only trash, but not helpful. Yeah. It's, it's a tough thing about my job that I have to go through every week. Because most days, to be honest, is I'm speaking to business owners that have taken out a limb and basically they've tried something. They were promised an amazing journey with their business, a lot of vague promises. You know, they spend some of their very limited cash and they get into a program and find out the best thing about this mentor program was their ability to sell suckers into the, the mentorship. And, and it's, it's really sad to see this because most, I genuinely believe that most of the people who are in this industry, um, they're experts at selling people into their program, not at delivering success. And, yeah. um, and, and it means that not only are you getting mediocre support, but a lot of these programs have been leveraged to the extent that the, the guy or the girl that created the program, the hero, let's call them, you can't even get access to them. You know, they're completely leveraged out of the business. Their name's on the advertising material. And then basically you're just getting access to people who are being paid 20 bucks an hour who've never actually done what you're needing to learn successfully. Exactly. And 
And even to kind of take that a little bit further, even in the, in the sales process, you're being promised access to this quote unquote hero that is involved throughout the entire marketing process from top to bottom. Or will I get access to so-and-so? The answer is always yes. But then once you're in, it's completely, it's a bait and switch. My thing is like, you can have support and you can have people that you're paying $20 an hour to provide you support, but they need to know what the hell they're talking about. (laughs) That's like my biggest frustration. I remember being in a program and getting on a call with somebody who was quote unquote, the marketing expert, the Facebook ad advertising expert, never ran Facebook ads for fitness software ever. And even never successfully ran ads for themselves to grow their own business. But they're in this position because whoever was running the the program wanted to have somebody teaching people Facebook ads so that they didn't have to do it because they they couldn't be bothered to do it. That's the only reason why this person was there, in my opinion. Right. So I get on a call and I'm asking really like high level questions about specific targeting, campaign structure, all these different things. And they're telling me stuff that's completely contrary to what the the course is saying. And then they're telling me stuff that I know that I've already tried on and I know for a fact doesn't work, but they wouldn't know unless they were doing it themselves. Mm. I think that ads is something that's really complicated to teach. And in order for a business to be scalable, you need ads, right? You need some form of, you know, advertising, um, you know, advertising system. And what happens is because a lot of these mentors haven't actually ever run ads themselves in that space, and there's a huge, huge difference between running business coaching ads and fitness ads, for example. Oh, my gosh. It's night and day. It's, 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 it's worlds apart. And, you know, I see this all the time because you see agencies who come in and they want to run fitness ads and they're just an agency and they can't do it because you know, you need an extremely high level of trust. And, you know, from, you know, my level of experience, and I know you feel the same way, Iggy, someone who comes in and is able to run business coaching ads and then wants to apply that to fitness, it's just another world to try and teach their clients something that they're not doing themselves. It just doesn't make sense, which is why, in my opinion, so many coaches push organic because it's the simple way out. It's easy. It's a very simple way out. You tell people to post a ton of content, send out an absurd amount of cold DMs, and then force them to rinse and repeat that cycle anytime they want to try and do something different. With ads, what's crazy about it is that you can you can just go into these programs and ask their clients what kind of results that they're getting from their from their ads. <laughs> and you get and you know for a fact that their mentor Whoever is teaching them never successfully ran ads for themselves in the same industry. They successfully ran ads for their B2B, for their mentorship uh, business, but never for their actual fitness businesses. And therefore, they're not able to teach their clients that. I can't tell you how many people I get on a call with who were doing something or running their ads in a way that was would be great for a B2B offer but most certainly not for a B2C offer. And this simply puts their, their mentor never actually did it for themselves. So they wouldn't know there's a difference between the two. The funny thing about this, I think the favorite line I hear from all these organic coaches is you need to be making $10,000 a month organically before you run a paid ads. The thing about that is they know that most of their clients are never going to get to the point where they run paid ads so they don't have to teach them. So the entire, the entire system is based on the fact that most people are never going to get there. And when they do get there, 
they're going to have to find something else. And that something else is something like once you start to run paid ads, you need feedback. You can't just turn on an ad and follow a system and then expect it to work because there's so many little screws that you need to tighten to optimize. You needed a full like you know degree on how to run ads and having that one course that shows you how to do it is only going to lead to failure because what we see is the industry just evolving and evolving and evolving and you need to be on top of those ads particularly as you begin to scale it up and spend more and more money what i'm yeah. saying with, with ugs and i know this you put in a crap load of work to constantly evolve with the industry when it comes to ads and that takes a lot of time so you're a legitimate expert and i think a lot of people um, they're trying to run a mastermind as a generalist, right? It's like you going and getting a brain surgery from a GP. You wouldn't do it. You go to the brain surgeon. You go to the expert in that field. And, you know, we have a really interesting example of this from when we first had our initial forays into mentoring, G, is that you went to what was effectively an over-the-shoulder, like, you know, initially a very sort of um, intimate group where basically like you had the guy at the time who was like helping you set up your ads. And I worked with a mentor program where I had kind of like a, I guess like a low level sort of shit kicker, you could call him, who hadn't run their own business. I was barely doing it. And he was trying to teach me what to do. And I had a completely different amount of success. I mean, it was basically non-existent. So I think like what I've experienced is that people who are kind of, dabbling in ads they never have any success you have to be taught by a trained expert who can help you do the exact right things and avoid the the obvious mistakes i remember when you were doing that course and i remember at the time you know you were really excited because you were setting up all the numbers of the business Mm. and it was great because you got a call every month but that support wasn't a high enough level i think you said that you were getting a coach who you know was boasting about the fact that they were making six figures and we know that if you're bringing in making six figures in a gym, you're probably only making about 30K. <laughs> and there's a reason why he's come into a coaching program with his business because he needs to supplement his income, right? Or, you know, that's kind of my belief as to where this guy probably is. So the next thing that you did was it was like, hey, you, they told you to invest all this money on a website. And, you know, the feeling was, hey, once you have this website, you're going to get a huge amount of leads coming through. But the reality is you've got to get traffic to that website. And how are you going to do that? They skipped the entire process. They didn't even go to organic, right? They were like, oh, you know, just get the website. You don't need any organic marketing. You don't need any ads. And magic's going to happen and you're going to have people in your business. You're going to get they SEO, SEO website as well. They legitimately SEO traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they actually sold me that website. So it was another way for them to make more cash, not actually really focused on helping me. But There's just so much to this. And I think like if I had to put my finger on the number one reason for failure in this industry, because I I speak to people all the time that have gone through this, it is the feeling that running a business is hard. Starting an online business, it's not easy. There's a lot to learn. And it's quite complicated if you don't know what you're doing. I mean, it's kind of like looking at the matrix, right? You need someone to actually explain it to you. And what we have done is that we're focused on breaking down what we think are the three pillars we're not trying to be jack of all trades. We're trying to really zero in on the area that we individually are most passionate about and that we're constantly staying on top of. And I think that that allows us to really give as high a level as we possibly can in terms of quality of information and also access to us and our highly trained team. And I think that that is essential. Yeah, yeah I think- because I think with uh, when it comes to building a scam 
in the FitPro mentorship space, having generic support is going to be a core pillar of that, right? Mm-hmm. If you can sell people this dream that they're going to get access to a ton of help and then only for that help to be a one size fits all, now you, you don't have to train your staff. You don't have to surround yourself with a team of experts. You just need your staff to be an expert in your course and recycle the same information over and over and over again. All right. So for me, I'm like, if you want to be able to help people, you got to actually, one, you, you need to be an expert in what you're trying to teach people so you can support them properly. And then even if you are building a team, you can actually equip your team to be able to help support the clients and actually surround your clients with people that are in a position and that are accredited to really help them with the specific problems that they're going to be experiencing as they're they're building their businesses. I think the big thing and the way that I like to look at this is a true coach in my mind and the best mentor, you know, I think AP, I can speak for AP in this situation that we've ever had, provides an external set of eyes on our business and helps us make decisions because you're leaning, you know, you're using the experience of this person from what they've accomplished in the industry to look at what exactly what you're doing and say, okay, like, I think this is a mistake because I've been through this situation myself. You know, I think you should focus all your attention on this. And I'll give you, I'll give you a bit of an example to illustrate something that I think that we, you know, both kind of overlooked and we were kind of deciding which markets we would go into, whether it's the Australian market, whether it's the UK market. And for a period of time, we, you know, we've always had the Australian market as our bread and butter. And we started getting better results in the UK, which is a much smaller business, about 10% of the size. And the response we were given from our coach was, well, if that business is doing better, why aren't you sinking more resources from your current business? Because money is money. You're making money no matter where it is. You've just got to choose, you know, the best path to get there. And we weren't able to see past that until that was brought up. And therefore, that decision, you know, that decision alone paid for the mentorship on itself. And I suppose that's what we do. It's right. It's like people go and they create an ad and then we're able to look at what that ad has done. We're able to look at the funnel and we're going to be able to say, look, the photos you're using because of the CTR that you're getting are no good because the CTR is too low, so you're not actually stopping people. Hey, you know, people aren't reading your copy, right, because they're not actually clicking on the link and taking action. People aren't, you know, sending you a message because they have a look at your brand and they don't like it. And being able to have someone who's able to break those things down for you because you can't have a a one-size-fits-all for that. You've got to be able to get feedback And when you're getting feedback, that's what you're able to do to make changes. And for me, that's a higher level level mentorship program. Yeah. I think for me, because I was so frustrated with the fact that in different programs that I was in, it was really difficult to find somebody who actually knew the industry the way that they needed to, to, to help. That's why I'm like, I'm grateful for the fact, I mean, if you're going to provide support, you have to, you need to have people who are actual experts in the space that, that you're trying to help people in. Because nothing worse than learning from somebody who's completely incompetent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you've been in a situation where you're like, 
I, I actually I think a lot of people can can relate to this. Where like you're working for a company and your manager is like a complete, you know, like they don't know what they're talking about. They it, it seems like they're just filling this role simply because they have to, right? And they're just paid to show up and just be a, a talking head, but not necessarily they're not there because they're the best at what they're doing. They're just there because the role needed to be filled and you couldn't find somebody else to fill it. And now you're stuck being subordinate to somebody who, <laughs> who doesn't know what they're talking about. You know, I've been there and like when I used to work uh, for different companies, but I imagine paying to be in a program and now you're subject to that same circumstance. You know it when you see it, right? I mean, like we all know this, like when you go into a program and you can tell that there's that, you know, expert in a particular topic and you, you know immediately that they're pretty, they're pretty rough on that particular issue, right? So as soon as you ask them any detailed practical questions, they don't know what to do. So immediately we get into kind of vague theorizing rather than actually, well, this is what we've done in that scenario before. And that's just not good enough. Mm. I think imagine being in a mentorship program, being told to take a certain pathway, then that doesn't work. And the mentors run out of solutions for you Mm. or they keep sidestepping the real issue. And that's, you know, I think the feedback, and we touched on this before, but it's like, okay, if things aren't working, instead just put out more content and send more cold DMs in organic. Mm. And being told to just pump more volume rather than being able to adapt and take a different direction is is it is the key difference you need yeah. someone who is able to be creative someone who's actually able to you know open up because in like marketing's marketing there's like anything there's billions of combinations and mm-hmm. um, if you're doing that one size fits all it's like you're limiting a person to one two or three options when the industry evolves and being able to take on information from every direction and best pick the best pathway that's going to make you money, that's what we're really looking at. I could map out like a bit of a sort of a a, a summarized sort of journey that most people get in these programs, right? Sold the dream on the phone. You're going to have the best business ever, blah, blah, blah. They get off that call. Okay, boom, here's everything. They just drop a whole bunch of stuff on them and say, good luck. Right. So now they're sort of freaking out. What do I do? They start working their way through the modules. They get to the first difficult phase, which I'm assuming is something to do with marketing or branding. How do I do this? Crickets, right? Okay. Watch the live event that's on this Friday, right? That may not answer their question. They may not even get it asked, you know, because there's so many people on the session. Then they want to book in with the guru. We'll book in with, you know, whoever their name is in two weeks' time. And in, in that first period of time, like we all know this in any program, be it fat loss, be it business, et cetera. The make or break is the beginning. And I think that there's like a simple formula here, which is that whatever the amount of touch points and support and access to support that any normal business owner needs in the first month, it's being, there's a major deficit between that number of touch points and what they're actually able to get access to. And therein lies the problem. That's why so many people don't get an ROI because when they go through that very precarious initial stage, the the, the mentors completely let them down. And then the other thing that kind of drives me nuts about the support of all these other programs is the time frame. You get 90 days to build a business. 90 days to build something, to try and build a business that's legitimate is a, it's, it's ridiculous, right? So you get 90 days to, to build this business with this mentor. And you, not only are you getting piss poor support, but before you know it, 
you've been getting, you're trying to address an issue and you're getting the runaround so, so much. And before you know it, you're like, holy shit, I got like three weeks left. <laughs> and we haven't even addressed the core issue that I'm, that I need help with, you know? So for me, that was the other thing that really frustrated me is like, you have this unnecessary, you have this, a ton of resource that you need to get through getting access to support wastes waste up even more time. And now before you know it, your time's almost up and you've got nothing to show for it. Like literally nothing to show for this investment that you just made. A 13 week program. And then you have to wait two weeks to get the support that you want, which is one phone call. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're down uh, like what, 10, 15% of your program and you're required to continue on to keep on going. And that entire system is based around the mentor trying to make money. You know, it really is. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can we, and that, and that time frame is designed to force you to do the things that are going to be the most time consuming and the most, and the least leveraged task, right? Because it's optimized for the business. It's in the business best interest to collect as much money up front. Mm-hmm. Have you chasing this carrot that's just, that's, in, that puts you in this hamster wheel where you're running around going nowhere trying to catch this carrot and then before you know it your time's up and now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place you have to decide if you want to continue uh down this path or if you go and do it again but now you got to go through this emotional pain where you're like well i already started this but you know they promise they're, they're reselling you the dream to get you to resign and now you're like trying to figure out, well, what do you do? Do you continue wasting money here or do you chalk it up as a loss and go a different direction? You know, that's another thing I, I can't stand, by the way. I've heard this before where people get sold, you know, obviously a sales call. It's about determining their goals and setting a pathway. And I spoke to someone recently who'd done a bunch of masterminds and the current one that he was in, he was thinking about re-signing. They didn't mention this on the sales call, but he found out he got into the program and the marketing component wasn't even in the first round of the mastermind. He had to sign up a second time to get access to that, which that really freaking annoys me because that's just complete and utter dishonesty. You know, and you can add on top of this as well that because these these businesses and, you know, they're a business, I, I respect them for that, but they're, they are experts at helping themselves. They're experts at selling people into their mastermind. They're not even experts at, at being fitness business owners. So, so basically what happens is they're after testimonials, they're after successful clients. So that means yeah. that the clients that struggle, which is the majority of them, by the way, they get kicked to the curb. And then, you know, Johnny or or Susie, the, the A-plus players, they're the ones that get made, you know, they get given all the time, all the access. And, you know, the other ones are just down there falling into a deeper and deeper hole. And I just think it's 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 brutal. And for us, I mean, I can ask either of you this, how much do we hate it if anyone in our program is is failing? Well, I think I, mean, I, I don't get any sleep sometimes. We have like a crisis. Trying week. to think about solutions for the clients that are struggling. Mm-hmm. We, we this is your innovation, Iggy, and it's like it's absolutely incredible. It's like every single week we ask our clients to you know fill in a feedback form mm-hmm. that's you know attached to our CRM, and we can actually track what people. And the key question here is how do you rate the level of support that we're giving you guys? And when someone says that they're not a ten, which is our standard, we expect that our support is so good that everyone is going to respond with a ten. We're able to then reach out and find out why. 
and identify that problem immediately rather than have someone sit around and, you know, I suppose, dwell and really think about why they're not getting help. You know, and for me, I hate, and I've been behind the scenes in different programs and see the attitude that's, that's carried with people who are struggling. And then in the typical mentality is this person's lazy. They're not doing the work or they're not implementing. They're not, they're not trying hard enough, all these different things, instead of reaching out with compassion and focusing on those who are really struggling and giving them as much resource as possible to get them winning. And I think that's a, one of the things I'm most, I, I really love is actually seeing those like changes that people go through. Whereas like they're, they're going through a hard time and they're really struggling. And because the things are set up the way that they are, those who are struggling the most actually get the most of the time, get the most of our time and get the most resources. Because if somebody's doing great, like you don't need to pump a ton of time into somebody who's already doing really good. Whereas with a lot of these programs is if somebody's doing really great, give them as much attention as possible so you can collect a testimonial and you leave the person who's really struggling, starving in the corner because you just can't be bothered to, to help them simply because you don't know how to help them. And that's really what it boils down to. It's like, because you don't really know how to help them, you're trying to, you, you force them to try and figure it out for themselves. And the per- people who come in already switched on, already has an idea of what they need to do. They hit the ground running, not because they're doing what you told them to do, <laughs> simply because they're smart enough to innovate and do it themselves and get the results that they need to. And now you're all of a sudden surrounding yourself with that person trying to get the testimonials so you can continue to push it in the marketing, and get more people through the door and, and repeat the process. I'm going to give an example of this that I think everyone in fitness can understand. You've got two people. You've got someone who wants to lose their last five kilos or their last 10 pounds, and you've got someone who wants to lose 50 kilos or 100 pounds. Now, there's going to be a differing you know, requirement for each of those people to change their habits, right? The person who wants to lose five kilos is really moving towards pleasure. They want to look good. They want to feel better. But someone who needs to lose 50 kilos is probably and most likely going to have a lot more problems that they need to overcome. They're probably going to have more sort of, you know, things related around the emotional side of weight loss. They're going to be suffering from food addiction and they're going to be suffering from mental things that actually prevent them from losing weight. Now, changing that person's habits and the length of time it's going to take for them to get to their goal is going to be much more challenging, but that person is really going to change their life. Now, a lot of people, they go, that's too hard. They put it in the too hard basket because there's too much work to do. And, you know, I want to work with athletes. I want to work with people that, you know, have that small goal. But the way I like to view it is, hey, you know, we want to help everyone. We want to help people who have a really challenging goal. And those are the people that I think that fitness uh, mentorship should be judged on as to are they getting those success, success stories. And the most rewarding thing for me is finding someone who, has no business or hasn't succeeded before and failed in every mentorship program, getting them through the program and then grabbing their testimony because that's the thing that changes people's lives. Yeah. Now we're, we're running out of time. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up in just a second, but I did, I did want to say, I completely agree with you on this G and I know you'll be the same Iggy. What I think mentor programs need to stop doing is defining people as shitty members or shitty mentees because they are struggling and they're failing. 
The only members that really are shitty, same as mentors, are the ones that don't actually do the work and don't communicate properly. You can't, you know, it's the whole, you can, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make it drink. We can do everything that we can for someone who wants it. If you don't want it and you're a mentee, this isn't magic. You don't pay the money and you, you have a successful business. Same as weight loss, same as business. But if you want it, I promise you, we are going to make sure that you're going to succeed and do everything on our part. We want to we want to help the people that are willing to help themselves. And if you're struggling, that is perfectly acceptable as far as we're concerned. Yeah. And I, and I, I love clients who, and we want to create this like culture where the client's struggling, they're free to communicate because if they communicate to us that they're struggling. Now we can help. I, I don't mind getting a message from a client where they're just essentially just word vomiting everything they've been bottling up about how much they've been struggling. Because it's that that point when they finally open up and really share what they're struggling with. It's at that point where they've put us in a position where we can actually help them, right? And a lot of people have been so conditioned by different programs to just like suck it up if you're struggling, just shut up and figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. To the point where some clients are even like blown away when they when they share how much they're struggling. And we're like, hey, let's jump on a one on one. Let's figure this out together. Like we want to help, and they're like. I've never had that before. And it's still besides me. I can understand because I've been in those situations. But the fact that that's just like the standard that most people expect is that they're not even comfortable enough to even express how much they're struggling because every time they share like they're struggling, it's viewed as a complaint, is written off as, mm-hmm. oh, like you're not doing the work, you're being a, a hard client, you're being difficult, you're ungrateful, all these different things. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing that really, really gets me going. You, you tell us if we're doing a good or a bad job, we'll tell you if you're doing a good or a bad job. And as long as both parties continue to work on the problem without sort of, you know, I guess like as long as we don't prejudge you as being like, oh, well, you're a tough client, we're not going to bother with you. And we would never, ever do that. That really upsets us when people join a program and don't have success. So really we flip it and we feel that those are the people that need the most care, hand-holding, and attention at the start. And that's really all it takes to get someone to be successful. Now, I know we're going to have a lot more we can say on this topic, but we're going to we're going to call it and we're going to do a part two about our second biggest gripe with this industry on the next episode. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.